0: So, today's Chazar is Tafpeheim in Aleph. The Mishnah, and Ampeydal Naveveh, says, M'nayim l'arugah shishishah, shisha t'vachem sh'zayim b'saycha ch'amishah z'reinim. If you have a, a row, or a vegetable patch, six by six t'vachem, you can have five different plants, and it won't be client. E'bar al-ay baruchay sa'arugah, four is on the four sides of the arugah, v'achaz behem tzah. And one is in the middle of the Eruqah. And how do you know? That you could put zero different Zeroynim, in the <Hebrew> Gina. That's how you just read the Mishnah. But you wouldn't see five Zeroynim, or six by six. So my mashmur, would you get five Zeroynim, or six by six, then I would like to take care of the Eruqah, and take care of the Eruqah, and take care And take care of the right it's Taitse, right? It goes out, that's one. Tzimcha is another one. And Chagan is Zeruel, is another two, right? Zeruel and Emel is Zeruel. And the Tzmech is Chand. And Hadi knows six me'adadi. That five, it's six tvachim is a share of Yunikah. Why? Because the share Yunikah of each one is three. So if you want to make a separation between the side and the middle, and the middle and the other side, so you're going to have six. <coughs> so the question of Shemim asks, why can you make nine? Four in the four corners, four in the four middles of the of the sides, and one in the center. So, and it just says that if you're going to have so many, it's, uh, it's already going to look more of so Rashi says, you don't want to just have one gyren on the sides. You want to fill up the sides with everything except for the corner. Mm-hmm. So really, they are within three tfachim, one side of the other. But since they're going in opposite directions, that's not called irvuv. So that's why you'd have five. And then the Gemara says, How do you know that when the Rabbanan know something, and that could be used halachically. Maybe the halacha doesn't use the scientific facts that the rabbanan figure out. Yep, yeah? interesting question. So the Amrachia, Rabbi Yechal, the main is to be sasik vur yecham, gavul shegavul vishainim lois sasik. But teaching the <in Hebrew> pasuk lois sasik vur means do not overstep the bounds of Ashagov them that the ancients that the ancients established the boundaries do not overstep those boundaries so what does that mean? there were ancient people that understood botany very well they were the B'nai Seir Achayri. the B'nai Seir Achayri are the people that lived in Eretz Edom. Eretz Edom is southeast of Eretz Yisrael that's where Eretz Edom is Right, Esau and his and his men conquered those lands and the Edaim lived in those lands, right? And I guess until David Melech maybe conquered them, but anyway, but that's what Edaim was there in those lands, and they the lands were originally inhabited by the Bneistai, which you have the names of them in Pashas Ishlach. And and um the segment of say says shashmidum as a khaim ibnayn as a shos ibn that they um they destroyed the khairi and they took them and they took over their lands so these ibn isayr khairi the pasokin says that they isayr it I remember sholak mentioned they dwell in the land. What do you mean? They dwell the land. I mean, everyone else dwells in the sky. Everyone dwells in the land. They were big experts in how things grow. Right? They were experts in soil. They understood soil nutrients and what's good for the plants. However, their system they used. Right? today they also study it. They'd study different nutrients and minerals that are in the ground to decide what type of crops would be best for that land. So they knew this thing. say they knew they knew this particular this particular measurement should be for an olive tree, this particular measurement should be for a vine, and this particular one for be for figs, the And why were they called chavi? Because they used to smell the land. That was the way they tested it, right? They didn't have laboratories. They were able to smell what they, however they had their knowledge, they were able to smell it and know about this. And chivi, they also were called chivi. They would taste the land, like a snake, taste the land. The reason why they're called chayri is lachem and They're free because they were freed of the burden of all their property because Meisav came and conquered them all. But anyway, so what's the Gemara mean? Getting back to the Gemara, right? So le'sasik vuri echah means the Gemara is teaching it, and Taisus learns that it's my Sirius Serious s'pat in the pasuk. Don't overstep the boundaries of shegov vuri which the which the the ancient, the previous people set up boundaries, which means that they understood the boundaries of what, how much land is being yanic, how much land is it drawing its sustenance, its nutrients, from. So they decided that a plant is fritvachim, has a square fritvachim. So if you want two plants not to share the same yinikah, so you put them fritvachim apart. So, in this Aruga of six by six Tvachim, which you have five plants, and as you're trying to determine the size of the Aruga, so here's the way it goes according to Rashi. Any time a plant is planted in the opposite direction, that can't be, that's not a problem with Kalayim, because since you see that this is one direction, another direction, that's a lack of Irvav, and that's not Kalayim by itself. But the middle is not called the opposite direction, I mean, you can't make it the opposite direction of either one of them, right? Apparently the diagonal wouldn't work. So the middle would be, would have to have something which it won't shear, the yanika. and that, sh- and to have an Aruga with two sides being different plants and the middle being the third plant. So in order not to shear the yunika, kim lu that is that it's three t'vachim, and that's how they know that the aruga is six t'vachim. Now Rashi at this point says, the Gemara keeps switching this, but Rashi at this point says. That the idea of the five zeraim in the Arugah, like we said, the ones in the Arba Ruchais, you plant the entire ruach except you leave out the corner. You plant the entire ruach and you leave out the corner, and therefore it's not considered an Irvav, because they're going in different directions. That's what Rashi says in the Mishnah, and. He says kosh is their abundant. It sounds like he would he would really like the story of the raisa. Rashi says that Klais are the Raisa. But anyway, but he says it's a Godel, because this goes with Tsaf and vidarem, and this is Mizuchmayev. But between them Tsai and the Ruchais, the Y Nina Archakekainika. That's what he says. That's the That's the this Rashi and the Sogyam. So Right. Rashi says it's the says, is right? the Teisa says it's the Reisa ok now the Gemara goes right up Amra Vasi, Aruga Teichavav Chutzmi Gvuleha the Aruga, the inside of the Aruga is six Tvachim and that doesn't include the Gvul that's around the Aruga there's a Gvul of two Tvachim around the Aruga Tein <speaking> Amirach, Aruga shisha Gvuleha bekam. and how big is the Gvul which is not so clear. What's it in the the Halacha, So Rashi says, we're going to learn the Halacha about Reish Tar. That if let's say you have two different, if you have a, two different Arugas that meet, but they're two different Arugas, so then you don't need a halacha between them, because you could see they're two Arugas, or a Sada with an Aruga, perhaps. <coughs> right? But it has to have a shame Aruga, so it needs Gvulim in order to be called a shame Aruga. Tehillah says if someone sells an aruga with the gvulim question is how big the gvulim is it says the width is kamali it's the amount of a parsa amount of a foot which is sutvacham am it says about Mitzrayim that they would irrigate it by with your feet by walking around it, Kagana Yarek and it says like the vegetable of a like a garden vegetable like a vegetable garden actually. My regal tafach Nami So it says, your the regal is a tefach. So the gvul that you're going around to water it is a tefach. Right? Now tesis has a um... no okay good well uh... no that's a, that's the right okay so that's the first part of the Gemara, right you have the naruga which is six by six tvachim and you plant fives right in a minute the shir unique is between the middle and the sides that needs a unique of three tvachim right that you don't have three tvachim in between them, right? You know, the three tvachim is including the place of the zerah. So says, yeah, that's part of the, that's part of the Kimlay, That includes the place of the zerah. And there's a circle of three tvachim that includes where the zerah is. So therefore, you have the, the chabashib was with the makam of the zerah. Okay? So you have that thing. And you learn it out because the pasuk says you could have five. And six Tvachim is not like that, because in order to have the proper distance between the Ruach and the Emsai, and the Ruach is three Tvachim each, so it's altogether six Tvachim. That's the Gemara. Now the Gemara goes a bit later. Amarav, Aruga Bechur sheninu. Now this Aruga is Aruga Bechur meaning that there's no other Arugas around. The gemara says, Ve'ikamakam kranis. The rashi learns Vaikamakam kranis means that right you see the configuration in the rashi for makam means that I could have a ruga around it if I would move the plants that they're not they're staggered and they're not one is not adjacent to, to the other one. If I move the plants and stagger them and one's not adjacent to the other, so then I'd be able to put arugas around the aruga. Aruga b'churva means just means that there's no other arugas around. That's what it means. Why? Because if there are other Arugas around. So this Aruga will be will be kalayim with the next Aruga. Right? You'll have two Arugas, so one Aruga will be kalayim with the next Aruga. So he says, Aruga b'churva sheninu. there's no other Arugas around. meaning I don't have to make the plans. Right? I don't have to make the plans on the side of the aruga and not go to the corner. I can make the plants go all the way to the corner and the other plants go to the other corner, right? In other words, if you have two arugas, one to the east and one to the west that are adjacent to each other. So the plants that are going the plant on the eastern side of the western aruga which will be adjacent to the plant on the western side of the eastern aruga, right? I could take the one that's on the eastern side of the western aruga and put it all the way to the south Corner and put the one that's on the western side of the eastern rug on the north corner, right? And that way they won't be adjacent to each other. So Tasis has a problem with Rashi's math. A lot of times you have this problem that Rashi says that if you would take each one would be right, each one we each one is three, right? So Rashi's mashma that he says like this, he says, because you have two T'vachim away so you'll only have to draw them away from each other at T'vachim in other words Rashi's mashma that each Zara would be for two and a half T'vachim out of the six right, the Zara on one side would be from north to south going from the northern corner two and a half T'vachim the zara on the other side would be from south to north going from the southern corner two and a half T'vachim So you have two Tvachim between the arugas and one tefach. Right? Now Taisa says, but that's not a diagonal of three Tvachim Taisa, in other places, they knew about Pythagorean's theorem. They didn't really believe it. You find the Rash in Kalayim. He knew about it. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't think that there was any. Good proof to it. So it didn't necessarily work with it. But Tysis, without using Pythagorean's theorem, because the Gemara says that the diagonal of a square is one and two fifths. So he says if you would make this is how Tysis makes the Hajbun. If you would make two squares, right, of one by one between the two Arugas, so the diagonal of each one would be one and two fifths. So that would be, altogether, it wouldn't be a full tefach. Right? It would be two-fifths and two-fifths. It would be four-fifths of a tefach. So you still wouldn't have three. And that you could see b'chush, that the diagonal of the rectangle, of the one by two, is going to be less than the two diagonals of the squares. You could see that, obviously, if you look at the picture of Taisus on the bottom, he shows you that. right? If you take this diagonal of the square which is one and two-fifths, right? and you add it to the another one, to, two and four-fifths, you'll see clearly that it's larger, right? you just move it over, you'll see that the two diagonals together is going to be larger than the diagonal of the rectangle. So you see clearly the diagonal of the rectangle is not three t'vachim. Right? It's actually something like 2.4 t'vachim if you work it out through because Gedele Tareh, after Taisa, the, the Rambam clearly did the did, um, did, did accept Pythagorean's theorem and Adagadeli Teir did show the proof you know like the Emil Stucker writes that he believes there is a proof he says you look at um, Euclid and you'll see he just goes on and off of pages I'm going to show it to you in very simple one paragraph demonstration that he shows anyway we're getting back there right? so Rav says and the Gemara says K'ranis the and that we're talking about you filling up the cronis. So, so how about not filling up the crunes? Right? So he says, so You might be Mamali the Kranis. We're afraid we're not gonna allow other Arukas around because if you would plant the entire Ruach, right, Rashi's case of Mamali right is here, right? If you would plant the entire Ruach, right, and fill up the corners, so then, you wouldn't be able to make the hachaka from the other arugas, and therefore, you'd have to, um, right, therefore, you wouldn't be able to do it, so we don't allow other arugas to be around it, because you might not make the proper hachaka between the arugas.